Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, this is Adam Parsons from Jarrett Parsons Entertainment. And there's only one podcast to watch, and that's Stu's Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time for British Wrestling Sharpshooter, your host, Stu Palmer. It's episode 70, and what a guest I've got today. It is the daughter of the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, Georgia Smith. Davy Boy was one of my favourites growing up, flying the flag for the UK over in WWF, WWE. So it was an absolute honour and a privilege to speak to Georgia about her dad. Talk about her father's legacy, the match with Brett at SummerSlam 1992, which I was in attendance for, and all the permutations around that match still in my top three, that one. We talk about her father's legacy and how she is posting across social media plenty of matches from WWE, full matches, I might add, from Davey Boy's illustrious career. We talk about Heart House in Calgary, where the Hart family lived many, many years ago. We talk about the Sunday dinners, about her granddad, Stu Hart, the legend. So, without further ado, this is episode 70 with Georgia Smith, the daughter of the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. Enjoy. <laughs> My guest, all the way from Florida, it is Davy Boy Smith's the British Bulldog's daughter, Georgia Smith, all the way from Florida this evening. How's it going, Georgia? I'm good. I'm good. It's a, it's a really nice day here in Florida. And um, as we talked about before, I've just been go, go, going, been really busy with my dad's stuff. And, you know, I'm happy to be chatting with you. Can you let the listeners and viewers know what it entails with your dad's stuff, with the legacy stuff and, and what you've been doing on the socials? I think we should start there. Quite current. Well, well, currently, um, he's signed with an agency, and they've got a bunch of things lined up for him right now with different brandings, different companies, uh, merchandise, uh, possible Roots of Fight deal. So I've just been going over that. Um, other projects outside of WWE. I actually talked to WWE today, two people from WWE, about his uh, um, Icons uh, project that's coming out, his documentary, and also about a merchandise 
I can't announce it right now. No, you guys no. will see. Of course. Uh, 2022. So it's just been really, really busy. And as far as I'm aware of, I haven't gotten the confirmation, but I've been hinted that the Hall of Fame and WrestleMania is going to go ahead. So I don't know what, what kind of event that is. So I've just been going, planning for things like that. And as you guys can see, I've just showered. So I'm really trying to train and, and, uh, give it my all for that so yeah it's it's been that it's been that he's got other projects as well um he's got a wrestling uh, clothing line in uh, england it's in london it's called wrestle merch central this is I where my hoodies well. i know it yeah. very well yeah I, i've had that i was having to peruse it the week actually to see what what stock levels for the bulldog yeah brilliant so much stuff you can get incredible and they Exactly. I got a bunch of hoodies from there and they just messaged me today about some new designs. So my dad, he's, he's really, he's, you know, he, I, and he deserves all of this and I'm glad, you know, if I've helped ignite and put the life back into the British Bulldog legacy, um, you know, that that's all I've wanted. So um, I'm really happy for it. I can't wait for him to go in the hall of fame. Obviously I've, I know. I, I've watched since 1990. So Obviously, it's just we're, we're made up over here that he's getting that acknowledgement. I know it's been delayed. I know it was meant to be last year, but I just it's 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 incredible. It's incredible that he's finally going in. And, I know uh, he should have been world, he should have been world champion as well. I've said that. Should've. I've said that all along. The stuff the stuff he could do, the matches he had. So yeah, just just can't wait for him to go in. I'm sure you're all, you're all so happy over there that he is going in. Yeah, so whatever the ceremony is, you know, I'm just going to make the most of it and make the best of it. And, um, you know, it will be a celebration of him. And that's all That's all I want. That's all I want. So, yeah. What are some of your favorite matches of your dad? I think I'll ask you that. Um, obviously, SummerSlam 1992. Just the atmosphere of the match. Sorry, my phone just keeps falling. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just everything, you know, the fact that it was in England, that was a big thing. Um, and just, I was there live for it and I got to see it and, you know, it's, it's never been done before, never has been done again since then. And I, you know, with the world that we're in, I don't know if it will ever happen again, unfortunately, just with, I don't know if we'll ever, you know, if they'll get to travel. I mean, I'm sure they will. I'm sure things will get back to normal, but you know, it's just looking back now. It's like, wow, like just crazy. Um, so that, uh, his match with Brett, I think it was an in your house. It was 1995. I believe, I believe there was like blood involved, but I, I, I rewatched that match and just the athleticism and it, they just gave it their all. And some people will say that match was better than, um, SummerSlam. And, you know, they, I, I, I enjoy both of them and, you know, the Canadian stampede, the Calgary stampede in 1997, I was there live for that. One yep. of the most loudest events i've ever been to and you know it was a celebration of you know you couldn't not have the the heart foundation lose and being there it was like the last time my family was like together and we were a unit and you know things were really good so as a fan being there live it was amazing and as a family member watching it all and being there after that was really cool and i did enjoy a lot of the some stuff of my dad's in um wcw 1993 when he was like with sting he had some really good matches with william regal and you know i'm, I'm looking back now you know and i'm running his social media and watching you know i've had to like re-educate myself on all this stuff because i'm not i'm not like a massive i mean wrestling's in my blood but you know besides my family i i don't really um 
you know, I, I, I just mainly watch my family and my dad's stuff. So I'm, I'm going back and watching his stuff and bits of history. And I saw a clip of him and Sting today and I was like, they're really cool. They're really cool. <laughs> as a, as a they're really cool. And, you know, so some segments were a bit cheesy with the <laughs> shock master and, you know, beach blast, but you know, um, wherever my dad was, my dad tried to make it do what he could with what he was given with. And I feel like he, he pretty much, pretty much excelled every single time. I know his last run, unfortunately didn't work out, but um, yeah, he, he, he was, he was the man. I did tell you in email when we spoke, I, I was at SummerSlam 92 as well. I came down <laughs> on, I came down on the bus from Wales and there. Uh, I just remember when he came out with uh, Lennox Lewis with the Union Jack. That's such an iconic moment. I know the match itself was incredible. That's in my top top three personally. But it was all it was everything that went with it. It was you know your mum your mum at ringside obviously because because Brett you know Brett and Davey going against each other. It just had everything. And I say I say to younger people that haven't watched a lot of the older matches to go back and watch that match specifically. It's incredible. Yeah, and you- point because like um you know looking back it was obviously a huge 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 event but now i believe it's more talked about than ever and it's become like a classic like a not a cult classic but like it's become more every year it's becoming more and more of a classic and more and more talked about and you know i've said this in podcasts before but i watched that match you know in 2002 with my dad you know 10 years after it happened and you know it's just crazy how you know, we, we, we watched it and enjoyed it, but imagine watching it today with him. How amazing that would be. And like you said, it was just everything that went along with it with my mom and um, just the whole story of it. And the, it was just, it was, it was believable and it was real. And I think that's why people got behind it. And um, yeah, it was, um, I wish, I wish we, I could go back as the age I am now and <laughs> watch it live then um but I'm, I'm glad and i'm fortunate that hey i was there i can say i was it's at just, Wembley. I, i've said the same i said the same things about it i wish i wish i'd been older i i appreciated it, it was six years old mm-hmm. but going back to what you said i think being a bit older and when when i spoke to tj last year for the two-parter he agreed because i said i think I, if i'd have been a bit older i would have loved it even more as you say you know it's just mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. incredible incredible I get goosebumps. Yeah. I get goosebumps every time I put it on. It's just yeah, it's just, just incredible. Incredible is the is the word for that. And um, yeah, they made history. Then it then is match just to scoot forward a bit at the European mm-hmm. title. Obviously, they had the tournament, and then him and him and Owen in Germany in nineteen ninety seven. Incredible match. Another one that that was, stands out for me. Yeah, that's another one of my favorites too. Um, I always like because I think when I watched that match, it was I think like there was a big time delay or something. I don't I but that match is is the they what they brought to that match that night was so good. Um, yeah, that match was was amazing. I'm gonna actually maybe watch that when I get off this because <laughs> I, I maybe post it. <laughs> because uh, so, it was so much. didn't get the credit as well, but it was so good. It was just, and then obviously going in, going into late '97. Then, then we come, then we come to one night only in Birmingham against mm-hmm. Shaw Michaels. And I thought there was going to be, I thought there was going to be a riot after that when Michaels went over that night. I, I watched it on telly. I didn't, I didn't go to uh, Birmingham, but yeah, I just remember I thought there was going to be a riot in Birmingham that night. You know, 
when, when your dad yeah. lost that. <laughs> there was like so much garbage thrown. Like, yeah, that was, that was not good. Like, you know, I, I just, I think it could have been handled a lot better than that. Um, and I know like my dad just, he did, it didn't really bother him, but I, you know, he, he made out like, you know, I got paid the same. It was whatever. But I think deep down it did, it did hurt him and it did bother him. Um, cause I just, you know, his, his sister that had had terminal cancer was there yeah. and, yeah. you know, it was just like, why, why did you do that? Like, why was that necessary? You know, but I mean like what in there, like, what, how they handled it. I don't really agree with that, but. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like watching that match. <laughs> I don't like watching that one at all. I don't like Sorry, watching it. Sorry, I brought up a bad one there. <laughs> no, no. You're, you made a very good point. I was just like looking back, like I think I've maybe acknowledged or touched that, touched on that match once in the whole time I've ran my dad's stuff. I'm just like, cause it just makes me really, really sad. And I think my dad, he was just like, I think he was pretty much like checked out after that happened. So I don't think, yeah. Thinking about it, I don't think Michaels needed the belt because two two months later, I know, and the the, the circumstances were terrible. I, Brett Brett is Brett is my favourite of all time, hands down. Um, you know the, the Montreal screw job. I don't think Michaels needed the European title because two months no. two months down the line, he was getting the he was getting the world title anyway. I know under bad circumstances and Brett was screwed, like, but yeah, to, to me, it didn't make any sense. Your dad losing the belt. No, I didn't really understand that either. But I guess they they figured, you know, uh, Brett's leaving and Davey's going to leave and this is how we're going to handle it. <clears throat> so it's whatever. But what I did, personally didn't. What did you think about his return to, to WWF, WWE when he came back in 99? Did, um, did you see anything fond, fondly from, from that time when he came back? Yeah, it was a bit bittersweet because, um, you know, Owen was the one that, that got the, that wheel and those wheel that those wheels in motion. He, he got that going because um, my dad had been in the hospital at that time um, with his back injury. And he's, you know, just, you know, he's, he was in there for I don't know how many months and he was just really low. And Owen was like, hey, I remember Owen would come see my dad all the time. I remember Mick Foley coming by. Um uh, yeah, those were like the two main, you know, in, in WWF at the time that would come by. I think China even came by. But um, yeah, Owen was like, well, how about you come back and we can be a tag team and, you know, we can, I think it would be a really good idea, like when you get out of here. And Owen was like, you know, what I'm doing right now, like, you know, I'm kind of like a, more of a comedic role, but, you know, I'm just getting like my paycheck and I'm not really taking things too seriously. And I'm just kind of going with the flow of things. And I think if you come back, we can, we can have fun. My dad was like, okay. So he called Vince on the hospital phone and got that going. And my dad got, you know, uh, it, he got the contract signed and everything. And then unfortunately that happened with Owen, that devastating, horrible incident. And, you know, my dad, uh, it was just a whole, a whole, you know, legal mess with everything and my family. And, um, you know, my dad was, he, he went, he went back and a lot of people weren't, not, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but a few people in my family weren't happy about that. But, you know, my, at the end of the day, my dad and Owen had made an agreement and, you know, he had a family to feed. So he did that. And, you know, my dad, that's, that's all he knew. And my, my dad, like it was, it was a horrific accident, but um, in any case, uh, he, 
he went back and, you know, we saw what happened. You know, he was on debut on SmackDown and he against, and he interrupted Al Snow's and Big Boss Man's match. And it was a really exciting time. It was just bittersweet because like, you know, Owen wasn't there and that whole situation. And so it was like, I just feel like with my dad, he felt like it wasn't the same when he had gone back because he was by himself, you know, he didn't have Owen and he, you know, he, he, I don't know how, happy he really was i know he wanted to make it count and i know he he wanted to get the world championship and i know he wanted to do things in there um before he retired in 2004 um but you know as a daughter seeing him go back and you know to this day it was it was really inspiring to see because he had a lot of mental and emotional things that had happened from his sister passing away you know at 27 and then three months later his mom passed away and then, you know, that was in February, March, April, May, end of May, Owen passes away. And, you know, he's in this horrible physical condition and he's recovering from, from addiction that he got from this horrible, you know, accident with uh, WCW when he fell in the trap door, which he should have sued them about. But my dad, you know, thought I put my life in the ring. He, he you know, that was his attitude with it. But, you know, he was never the same after that match but um you know seeing him get up and work out every day and you know diet and prepare and be really focused on it and be really excited about his return and you know looking at the different clothings and um attires and outfits you know they put him in the jeans you know they're like we want you to have a new look a new attitude a new aggression your heel and at one point they wanted him to grow a beard <laughs> and he tried right to grow a beard and he's like <laughs> too itchy but um you know he was against the rock and and uh they had they had their feud and you know as a 12 year old seeing that that was that was really cool and to this day you know he he motivates me because when i feel a bit a bit like crap or a bit like oh i can't do that or i'm i'm not good enough or and i'm like well what would davy do you know and he to this day he inspires me and he motivates me to to be better and uh yeah that that was that was a, that was an exciting time, you know, and uh, I got, I, I know, unfortunately, my dad had been home a lot because of his injury and he wasn't working much, but I'm grateful for that because I got to spend a lot of time with my dad, time that he had missed, you know, I may remember one Christmas, two Christmases I ever had with my dad. So, you know, that whole time that in 99 that he was home, you know, when he was out of the hospital. I, I got to really spend time with him and, and, you know, he got to learn about me too. So that, that was, that was cool. Thanks for sharing that, Georgia. I, pre- I appreciate you speaking about your dad and, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's nice, nice to hear. Now I want to ask you, what are your memories of Hart House in Calgary? Cause I am <laughs> a massive, Brett, Brett's at the top there. But the whole family, I had the DVDs, the Heart and Soul, I had Brett's DVD. What were your memories of Heart House in Calgary? I know it was many, many years ago, but I need to ask you. I need to ask you. Well, you can't spell dysfunctional without fun, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, it was just, you know, from the basement, you know, to the ju- dungeon, to the attic. It was just, you know, pure you know my family we're you know we're we're loving pretty cool people we're a little we're a little eccentric 
But, um, yeah, you know, you had the basement, and then, you, you know, he had Teddy Hart in the attic, and then, you know, you had Smith in one of the rooms, my Uncle Smith, and um, there was just something going on all the time, and I wish that back then there had been, like, a reality show that could have captured all of the stuff that was going on, and there was animals, there was cats and dogs everywhere, there was beautiful furniture, well, unfortunately, it wasn't so beautiful after the animals got with, <laughs> got done with it, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, you know, I knew that house like the back of my hand and, um, that was my safe place to go. And the door was always open. You know, any, anybody could literally walk into that house and my grandfather wouldn't say no to them. And, you know, there was the cars all piled up outside and the Sunday dinners. And it was, you know, he had such a beautiful, stunning house and outside the, in the balcony, you could see the whole city and, um, you know, if I, if I am ever in a position where I could have a house, like my grandfather inspired me. It's like, he had like this, as strong as he was and as like manly as he was and the grappler he was, he had such a nice touch with like decorating and like he had chandeliers pretty much in every room and everything had balance and I'm a Libra. So I, I crave balance, but everything was completely balanced. You know, just every, the curtains, the, the mohair chairs, the, the Oriental rugs, the, the uh, carvings all over the ceilings like every little thing had details and obviously that was all created like way way before I was born but it's like wow like he he made that house he put so much literally heart and soul into it and you know when he passed away it was just kind of it was just just a house and it wasn't the same anymore um but you know I I have you know 40 I think like 40 first cousins I've calculated wow, wow. there might be two <laughs> but I think well, I think it's like 40 or 42 cousins yeah. for first on my mom's side. So, you know, I, we would see each other pretty much for the most part, all of those cousins at my grandpa's house at, you know, family dinners, Christmas dinners, Easter dinners. But, um, I was there every Sunday, uh, me, my cousins, Lindsay, Brooke, you know, Natty, Jenny, um, their other sister, Muffy, we were always all together there. And, uh, yeah, that, that was, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, we'd go down in the basement and, play running around in the dungeon and then you know in the summertime there would be the ring outside on the grass so we'd play four corner tag or we'd play kwa which was kids wrestling association or wrestling alliance and we'd play wrestling there so it was never a dull moment <laughs> i remember on um, i remember watching wrestling the shadows we we got it we got it on the bbc i think it was the year after it was released it was 98 mm. it would have been the christmas and me and my dad stayed up and watched it and it uh, your granddad stretching the guys downstairs, those two young guys. Yeah. And I'm just like horrified. I'm like, he's hurt he's hurting those two like young lads. It was just because I'd never seen yeah. I'd never seen it visually before you'd heard of it about the dungeon. But that was like the first yeah. time I'd seen any footage down there, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was and like my grandfather, as you saw, like he was doing like it was just like these concentrated, I don't know, it was like the slightest move, like the slightest, like because my grandfather's not fast. He's not, you know, at that time, and he would just like t turn a certain thing. And it was like, ah, <laughs> like he knew all the, the pressure points on like the pain. It was like, okay, you see now he's losing like oxygen or his lips are turning blue. I remember watching that and Harry's like studying it. And now you look at Harry now and Harry's, you know, he's Stu Hart the second for the most part grappling and all that. So inspiring. He's doing so well now to see, you know, see, I, I watched a lot of MLW um, 
2019 into 2020, obviously before the pandemic, but all the stuff for the Heart Foundation when it was him, Teddy, and then seeing Brian Pillman Jr. just come out mm-hmm. of nowhere. And he's like, oh, you know, he's not just doing the independence, he's on TV. And uh, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. They had so much momentum. It was so cool. And then the feud with the dynasty, I really enjoyed it. And then obviously culminating in the Opera Cup with, yeah. uh, with your brother and, and Brian, which is an incredible match. And, and I love the fact there was no commentary for that match. No, there wasn't. It was, ab- it was absolutely, uh, loved it, loved it. It was just cool hearing all the noises when they were hitting the moves rather than hearing a commentary scene. So, yeah, just incredible. Yeah. And he, he had a, a lot of uh, memories, you know, g- good times at MLW. And, you know, it's a shame that <clears throat> what's what's happened with, with the, the state of the world. But, um, you know, and now he's on to his next chapter. I don't know what he's going to be doing, but... Yeah, MLW, um, if you guys watching, check out the match with the uh, Heart Dynasty versus, I think it was Marco Stunt, Rich Swan, and uh, ACH, I think it was. They're in a group tag. Watch that. And uh, Ted does a, the Canadian Destroyer to Marco Stunt, and it's something it's like something I've never seen before. And I was like, are you sure you guys should have done that? <laughs> <laughs> You know, Ted was like, oh, yeah, he'll be fine. And, you know, it worked out and it looked like, but I've never seen anything like that. So check that out. Georgia, you were on MLW as well. I forgot. Mm-hmm. You were on You were on it. I've, I've got to mention you. I've got, yeah, you, even briefly, you, yeah. Even you turned up on MLW, I remember now. Just jog my memory yeah. back. Yeah, I remember that as yeah. well. How, how was that yeah. for you? That was cool. Yeah, that was yeah. a lot of fun. It, it was really fun, like, uh, getting to know Brian Pillman and traveling with Harry and, um, you know, I really uh, love the MLW product and it was just fun being a part of it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for my time there and the friends I made and, um, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was cool. Sweet. Just having a look through my uh, notes here. Try I think, can we touch upon, can we touch upon your dad's induction a bit more? We, we talked about it briefly. Yeah. Some more, yeah. Some more of your thoughts about that. Just uh, if, you, if you could, please. Yeah, so uh, he got inducted, um, uh, and we got the call, uh, or Harry got the call. It was February last year, so February 2020. I can't remember, like, what exact date. I think it was around Valentine's Day, and uh, he had to be quiet about it for a week. It was kind of up in the air <clears throat> about it. Like, uh, the WWE told him, and they said, you know, we're going to be making the announcement, but you can't say anything. You can't, you know, you have to be quiet about it. And so Harry was, and then like the next week he, he called me and he said, you know, I, what champagne do you like? And I was um, off, I was at an office doing my taxes and I was like, champagne, like it's Tuesday. Like, why don't, what, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, well, I've got some good news. I was like, okay. So I come home or come to his house and he was like, so yeah, um, I want to get, I want to get our mom on the phone because I've signed with AEW. <clears throat> and say what and I was like you know that's that's different I was like considering you're with MLW but all right cool you know that's cool and he was like yeah I want to get her on the phone and you know let's get the champagne popping and we got my mom on the phone and he says yeah I've signed with AEW my mom's like oh wow okay like we're just kind of like huh like wasn't like Harry was talking to them it wasn't and you know he keeps it going and we're like okay and he's like just kidding Davey's going into the hall of fame (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like false finish and i was like so what i'm like so you're not getting going to AEW?" and he was like no no i just said that so like you could come back and like make sure you stayed 
while we all talked. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm going on the bump tomorrow for it. And I'm, go oh. I'm, I'm going to Connecticut tomorrow and I'm going to do the announcement. I was like, oh my God. But he's like, you can't say anything until I announce it. So it was a Valentine's Day episode of The Bump, and I'm watching it, and they, they're going over Natty's and TJ's and Harry's, the Hart Dynasty's history, and I was like, okay, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and like I told people at my work, like close people, I was like, just be very quiet about it, but just watch the network, watch it, and they're all like, where's this announcement? And like, there was some uh, confusion, uh, not Harry's or WWE's faults, but there was uh, some something that happened, and they said like, "Oh yeah, well we have to postpone it. You know, we're gonna do it. We're we're gonna have you go on Corey Graves' show and uh, the, his podcast, and he's gonna announce it. It's gonna be sometime in March." And I was like, "We're in Valentine's Day. I have to wait over a month." And Harry was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." And I was like, "Oh, for God's sakes." So, uh, yeah, and then when they finally announced it March 12th on the Corey Graves podcast, um, I remember I was so happy to, like, finally announce it. And then when that happened, that was when everything got shut down in March 12th. It was COVID was, like, the main announcement. And I was like, and, you know, I never, we all never got to see, you know, we saw, like, the Bella Twins <clears throat> video, you know, Bella Twins in the Hall of Fame. We saw, but it's like, to this day, we haven't seen, like, Davies' yeah. package for that. We yeah. haven't. And, you know, it will all happen. God's sakes. Like, um, so it was, it was, it's been, it's been a, it's been a struggle as, you know, for all us Davy fans. Cause we're all like, okay, we want this. We've been wanting this. And um, yeah. So as far as I knew, I mean, things were closed down, but I saw on Twitter, the mayor of Florida um, or mayor of Tampa, sorry. was like, you know, WrestleMania is still going to happen. And I, so I had confidence in that. And then it was like, I got the, a call from the person I was working with, um, who was our liaison for the hall of fame. And they're like, yeah, you know, obviously it's not going to be happening, but you know, the next pay-per-view that we can allow fans, we would love to, to do it then, you know, and they're like, you know, it'd be really cool if we could do SummerSlam. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be really cool. And so I had like hopes for that. And then, you know, we're here today in January, 2021 and, still no audience so yeah that's that's how I got the news and that's how that happened and um you know I I I'm really wanting it to happen but at the same time it just would have meant so much more if like my if my if the fans could be there I mean maybe I don't know what's gonna happen I have no idea but you know I, my grandfather he's my dad's dad he's in his 80s he's in England and I would just love I was just really wanting him to be there yeah in person I just know would have would have really meant a lot to them. Um, so that's that's what pains me the most. And you know, besides my dad, you know, that having to wait, it's because he he deserves it, and it's about him. But my grandfather in England, my grandfather said like he should be there, and that's 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 what's eats at me about all of this. But you know, obviously, I, we can't. This is what we're dealing with, and we have to make the most of it. So, um, yeah, but it was, I was, I was really excited about it. And, um, you know, when I was at WrestleMania, the last one in 2019, WWE had asked me, you know, they, they had brought up the hall of fame to me with my dad and like, would I be interested in it? You know, what have I done to kind of like expedite things? And I was like, 
well, I, I've started this and a fan in England, he started a petition for my dad and they were like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, you never know. You know, you never know. And I was like, okay, you never know. <laughs> and then, you know, coming to the, the, the next year, you know, it was like getting into November, December and I know NWO and Batista was announced and I was like, I'm going to be so devastated if they don't have, WrestleMania. I mean, if they, if they don't have Davy a part of this, because I said to WWE as well, I was like, Davy lived in Tampa. Harry and I live in Tampa, and they're like, Oh yeah, we know that. Yeah, we know that. But they were announcing all these names, and I was just like, I just said to my friends, I was like, You know what? I'm just feeling really discouraged. I was like, You know, I think I would have known by now if my dad was going in, and I was like, And it just kind of hurts. And they were like, Hey, you know, there's still time. And then literally like three days later. <laughs> I got the I got the news and I was like, oh my god! Like to this day, like I still can't quite believe it. Like until it actually happens, but you know, I'm so. And people will be like, oh well, it's just it's just stuff. It's just Hall of Fame. It's not. It's no. This matters to me. This this is so important to me. And my dad's best work was in WWE, and I'm so you know. People can be like, well, it should have happened a long time ago. Yes, it should have, but. Things happen the way that they're meant to. And I don't think Davey should have been inducted like in, in Texas or New York or, you know, Tampa. That's where he lived. Uh -huh. And that's where he, that's, that's, that's yeah. it. So it's, if it took that long uh, to have it all come together there, fine. You know, I, that's, that's, that's what matters to me. And I'm just grateful that WWE, they, they, you know, took notice and, are giving credit where credit's due and recognizing all the hard work and, and everything that my dad did. And, you know, he's, you know, clearly they're doing the icons thing. My dad's a legend. He's an icon and you know, it's happening. So, yeah. How, how was it shooting the icon stuff? Obviously we've seen little bits and pieces. Mm. How, how was that for you? Um, yes. Yeah, so I got the call for that in July. I was doing an appearance with Harry and in New York and, uh, it was like, yeah, we're going to be filming soon. And like, you have to be, it's very, very hush hush. And then I did like a zoom meeting with all of them in September talking about like, who was the lineup for it? Like, we have to keep this confidential. Um, after, you know, the 30 days of undertaker on network is over, we're going to be doing this. And I was like, okay. And they just said, like, this is just about Davey and, like, this is about, you know, Harry wrestling with his name. And they're, like, in the fact that you have uh, brought brought so much attention to him. You know, he's in the Hall of Fame now. He's got all this new merchandise. His name's being brought up. He's he's in all these new things. And they're, like, yeah, and, you know, his everything about him has grown so much because of what you've done. And I'm like, oh, well, that's really cool. Thank you. And um, they're like, you know, his his legacy is is so hot right now. And, you know, he's going into the Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, he's the greatest British wrestler of all time. So we, we want to touch on that. I was like, that's really cool. So they came and they filmed like back to back to back. And they still have to come film my dad's stuff. They're actually filming my dad's family in England Thursday. Oh, so, wow. Brilliant. Oh, fantastic. Really that's yeah, brilliant. So, Full unless something happens but yeah um that will be really good because you know you guys will see my granddad you'll see my dad's sister and um unfortunately my dad's brother he passed away a month ago so I, yeah see i did say condolences yeah. thank you thank you so yeah that will be really cool and they, they came and they filmed at our house and my mom came down for it and uh it was you know 
the the thing of it was was I just I didn't want it to be like uh, like a like a trained seal where like the spotlights on me and I just say answers that like everybody's expecting or everybody and it's like okay next question like I was just I told them I was like this is really important to me and I want this to come out as real as possible and um you know I might jump back and forth to things or I might I don't know get shifty eyed or whatever I was like but this. I'm, I'm trying to be as authentic and as real as possible. And this is really important to me. And um, I want you guys to see the person that I knew, the man that I, I loved, the, the, the father I had. And they were like, okay, <laughs> the stage is yours. So I, I talked and uh, I was the last one that they filmed. And I'm not sure how I'm going to come across on film because <laughs> my skin was not very good. And uh, it was a long day, but uh, you know, it, that was, it's not about that. It was about Davey. So it was, it was really cool. And um, I'm just, somebody asked me today, they said, how does it feel knowing that everything you wanted to happen with your dad has come true? And I was like, wow, um, it's crazy. Um, and if you check my Instagram story today, you know, I had a list of things I wanted to accomplish with him and they've all happened. So um, yeah, it's uh I, I, I don't know what's going to happen over these next few months, you know, leading to the Hall of Fame or what's going to happen after. But, um, you know, I feel like I've, I want to keep doing what I can for my dad. And um, if, the, if it all slows down after that, then, you know, so be it. But um, I'm going to keep doing what I can. Georgia, I've got another just questions popping into my head here. What is your dad's – sorry – your favorite piece of your dad's attire? Because obviously you ah. post a lot of stuff socially. So yeah, I'll, I'll ask, it'd be nice to, to know what you like, what was like your favorite piece you wore, favorite garment. Um, and that's, yeah, uh, WWE. They have to come back and film that as well. You just reminded me. Um, so they, the, the, the stuff that I've got on the rack, there is, oh boy, where I'm like trying to like go down the, the rack in my head. <laughs> Probably, he's got these tights that he wrestled against uh, Repo Man. I think it was like a UK Rampage 91. But these tights, they come like there's like these drawstrings on the sides. It's like these strings and like you could see my dad's skin on this, his like thigh or his leg. But it's like roped and it's like braided up his leg. But those are really cool. Um, I have a, a British Bulldogs... Um, it was a vest, like a, like, yeah, I think it was like a vest, but it's like a sequin vest. I saw my cousin Bron one time, and my daughter, <clears throat> she did an interview over the weekend, and I guess she's got her dad's, but it's all falling apart. My dad's, my dad's one is like really good condition. So thank you to my mom for keeping it in pristine condition. Um, that's really cool. Uh, oh, and he's got a cape. He's got a cape from um, uh, WrestleMania 7 against the Warlord. That's really cool. Those are my favorites. That's cool. That's cool. I think, so speaking of 1991, what an iconic event from the Royal Albert Hall in 1991. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, what an event. We still watch that fondly. I'll put that on. And to think, you know, he, he, he led, led the way on that one because there, no, there was no Hogan there. What Warrior wasn't around. And it was just incredible. No. So I, I watch it back every now and again, the whole, the whole event, but mainly the Battle Royal. That, that he won. I, 
I watch that often too. And, you know, people always tag my dad in it or like it's always sent to me. It's always floating and circulating, but <clears throat> I could never get sick of watching that. It was just so cool. And I think it was one of Andre's last kind of appearances, like with wrestling, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. And uh, I've been to the Royal Albert Hall, I think a, a couple of times since. And it's, it's just, yeah, it was just iconic. Like, it was just so cool. I don't know whatever happened to that trophy that he won. The Royal, <laughs> the royal Samovar Trophy. <laughs> yeah, like near the end of it, holding it as like coming apart or something. But um, yeah, it was, uh, that was really, really cool. And you, you see like my dad was like against all the odds, you know, with like, was it Earthquake near the end yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Typhoon. Ty yeah, Typhoon. Sags, Sags, Sags are the nasty boys in there, I think. Yeah. Memory serves. Yeah, yeah, the the Mountie, the Mountie was Mount in there. Jock, Jock, Rico yeah. was in there. Yeah, and I think if I recall, my dad's nose got like bloody in it, and it was just, it was just awesome. It was just such, a, such a classic. And sometimes when I go back and I watch my dad's stuff, sometimes it like makes me a little sad or something but i could watch that and i'm like oh that was that was just a good time that's just that's so awesome i think look looking back to that you could you can see that that run he had them plotting the course to SummerSlam for the following summer mm -hmm. how, how they were how they were booking him because he was so so strong leading into that into that match obviously obviously as a, as a kid i didn't look at it like that but years no. late years later it's just like yeah they were plotting plotting the course for the uh intercontinental title weren't they most definitely most definitely, and if you go back and look, like all of his merchandise from 1991, it was like, you know, it was like him and Hulk Hogan or him and Macho Man. Like they're always together. Like he was, like in that group. So yeah, that was that was that was all around that time. He was getting a a real real mega push. Um, like you said before, I wish he could have gotten the world championship. <clears throat> He, he was he was the icon over here. Like honestly, when we what? when we were kids, when we were kids, it didn't matter if you're from Wales, England, Scotland, Northern Ireland, Ireland. Like I remember um, him doing shots on the kids' television on our, on mm -hmm. our TV when he used to come over, and it was just like I, I didn't have Sky Television. Uh, people used to tape it for me, or I'd go to my cousins. I badgered my dad for Sky TV for about ten years until we got it. <laughs> so everyone was taping the events for me, but. Um, when he was on TV, it'd be BBC when he was doing like the breakfast television stuff. So that's how I yeah. used to see him. Just used to be incredible when they all used to come on TV when you were a kid, wearing yeah. like, wearing their full attire and just just crazy. The stuff that you don't see now, the stuff they don't do was, now that they used to do. Was he on? Um, I think he was on something called like Zig and Zap or something. That that was, was like, that was cool. That was like a section in the show. That they did. It was uh, it was called yeah. the, the Big Breakfast on Channel Four. That was, uh, That's right. which was huge over here in yeah. the nineties. That was a big, big program. And uh, BBC had a live, a live and kicking on a Saturday. I'm sure he was on that. You see yes, that? kicking. Yes, yeah. Mach, you got a good macho man. Macho man used to come on and like just used to Undertaker turned at once. It was like, wow, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, that's oh man. The I wish kids. we could go back. I know. The kids were legitimately frightened when Undertaker turned up <laughs> mm -hmm. in his full gear. <laughs> yeah, he he definitely he had that presence. Yeah, to this day, I'm always like, can, can I go up to him and like say hi? Because <laughs> he's just you know he's the the dead man. But yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome, uh, man. Memories. Just just before we close out, uh, which other matches do you like watching of your dad's? 
maybe maybe some maybe some of the hearts as well. Some of the like Owens matches or Bratz, the Anvils. I also liked when my dad feuded with The Rock. I thought that was cool. Um, you know, back when the Hart Dynasty, not Dynasty, Hart Foundation was doing like in the the you know ninety seven when they were like heels. You know, they did such a good job. Like, I don't know, like their comedic timing or something. Like, they just all worked so well together. And like Brett was coming out with really good promos. Like, and they, they just, I don't know. It just, it just seems so effortless. Like, whereas I'm not saying anything against it now, but it's like when they were doing promos, then it's like, they just thought of something and it was just flowed so well. And then wrestling with shadows. You remember when Jim was like, you know, we're going to, he says something about the promo and Jim's like, like, yeah, I say that. And like, they just, boom, like it just worked. Um, yeah. With Brian Pillman, uh, heart foundation. Those, those were some really cool moments, you know, uh, the, the dog, the beware of dog, I think it was with, with Ken Shamrock, I think it, and yeah. my dad with yeah. food, that, the dog food. Yeah. 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 That, and I like Ken Shamrock a lot. Owen, what were some of my favorite? I think there's a match of Owen and the rock that I really liked when Owen was with nation of domination. That was like <laughs> really random, but it was, it was, it was funny. Um, you're gonna, you're making me like want to go and watch some stuff. Some of the stuff, like I just, I kind of, it, it, it kind of makes me sad. So I, I kind of like block it out. I've got, I've got a funny segment for you. It's just triggered in mm. my brain again. When, um, when Brett and Austin um, had the back and forth in the ring, and he broke, mm-hmm. he broke Brett's leg with the chair as he dropped off the off the top rope. And when they're wheeling him back. In, into the ambulance when they're wheeling Brett into the ambulance and your dad and Owen are there and they're like watch his knee watch his knee yeah and yeah. All, all you can hear is your dad watch the cable guys and Owen's just going nuts because they go over the cable and he's hurt his leg and all that I <laughs> I, I was in stitches because Owen, Owen and Davey was much a part of it as Brett being in there in pain yeah. uh, going into the back of the ambulance just just ridiculous but funny and, and as a That's kid so ridiculous like where did you like where did you come up with this? So they were, it was like on the fly too. Your dad's your dad's like a bit calmer, but Owen's losing his losing his rag. It's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, good times, good times. Georgia, where can we find you on social media? Obviously, stuff with your dad. Just plug plug away, yeah. plug to your heart's content. Um. So my dad's Instagram is at the British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith. My dad's Twitter is at underscore Davy Boy Smith, and his Facebook is at the British Bulldog. My dad also has a YouTube page, and he gets videos updated uh, on the regular. There was three that were updated today. Um, I think it's just under the British Bulldog. That's his channel. It's Davy Boy Smith, one of the two. You can find him on there. And my Instagram is at Georgia J Smith, and my Twitter is at Georgia Smith eighty seven, and my Facebook is facebook.com slash uh georgia smith seven i like seven because i was born in 87 so yeah those are that's where you can follow me and um yeah y'all you guys will be seeing me on the little box on tv <laughs> very soon with uh, icons and there's some other things lined up that i can't wait for you guys to see and my dad's got some big news coming so if you guys think that you've heard it all you haven't heard it yet so i can't wait to announce the, the next bit of news i've got for I him saw, i saw your little teaser earlier today so i'm looking forward to that when you announce it officially i look forward to that absolutely 
My guest, all the way from Florida, the daughter of the UK icon, world icon actually, the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. It is Georgia Smith. Thank you so much for coming on Stu's Wrestling Podcast today. It's been a blast. Loved it. You're welcome. I'm so glad that you had me and I've had a lot of fun and love England. I can't wait to go back. And also, uh, whenever the For the Love of Wrestling happens in Liverpool, I will be there. So you guys can take a look at my dad's stuff. Um, I will have his Heart Foundation vest there that you guys can take a look, try on, take pictures with. You know, it's going to just all be a fun, fun event. So be really cool. Thank you very much. This episode is brought to you in association with Powered 4 TV. So go and check them out for anything wrestling related, old events, new events when we come out of COVID. Podcast, you name it, it's all there at Powered Four TV. So find them across social media. Sports Social Podcast Network.